You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, this is Grind Season. I'm Jason Smith, one of your co-hosts here on the Grind Season podcast. That's on Odyssey. Uh, Also co-host of the Jason John Midday Radio Show here in Memphis on weekdays from 11 to 2 on 92.9 FM ESPN, also in Odyssey Station. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at JasonSmith92.9. Of course, you can get this podcast on the free Odyssey app. Uh, Joining me is my partner, Anthony Sane, Tribal Chief of Grizz Twitter, a guy you should be following by now at Sane Asylum has been doing this for the last decade and a man who we've we've needed to sort of navigate through what's been an up and down and up and down. Right. I, I tell you what, while the Grizzlies have been in second for a while, I mean this this season, especially these last few weeks, have felt like as up and down as any season I, I can yeah. remember. Uh we'll we'll get to all of it. Saying you doing all right holding up through all of it. Yeah, man, I'm doing good, man. I got some good news today before we start to start start the show. Had a little pre pre-recording conversation with drew barrett got some good news uh for something that will be starting next week jason smith involved in the grind season podcast you want to guess what that is uh youtube yeah we will be on youtube uh four episodes episodes will be on youtube drew barrett confirmed that with me uh yeah that's it's gonna be starting next week you guys get to see our faces see me fidgeting see the adhd with me over here you get to see jason smith's pink uh, <laughs> room that he's in. <laughs> My wife's off. Yeah, shout out to Miss Faith. Been doing I, it all had, season. She's been letting I've me use the office all year. I've had a question, man. That's that grizzly stuff you have in the background. Don't, don't, don't start checking. I don't no, say you're setting that up every you set that up every episode. No, it, it stays there, bro. Okay, cool. Okay. Faith, Faith okay. lets me keep that she up. Let's borrow that corner of her for, office for the time, for the time being. <laughs> Until they fire, I had you know our tails or something. Yeah, right. but, yeah. Uh, oh, no, that's, yeah, great, good, that's great news, say eh? great news. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's great news. Yeah. Good to see our faces on that joint, man. You know, that's it's good access for a video, so yeah. And uh, and yeah, we could use any little bit of great news you can get around here. So hopefully, yeah, learn. that's uh, that was a pick me up saying right here at the beginning of the show that I, 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 I appreciate, and hopefully, our listeners do as well. Before we get into this show, remember you can get us twice per week on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast, including Spotify. Just search for Grind Season SZN on that season. Do us a solid. Push that subscribe button. We appreciate y'all. We appreciate those that have rocked with us now. We're on into episode 35. And on this edition of Grind Season, John Morant, still the topic, the main topic of discussion. And there was news earlier today. He is not going to face. Uh, criminal charges from the Instagram live video we talked about earlier this week uh, in episode 34 of Grind Season, uh, that live video in which he flashed a gun. Uh, Colorado police are not going to, well, Glendale, Colorado Police Department are not going to press in charges. There was nothing there. In fact, they said couldn't find a gun. 
Uh, so that, yeah, that that gun that was flashed in that Instagram live video, mm-hmm. you know, nothing could be connected to Ja in those terms. That said, Grizzlies shortly after the Glendale Police Department announced no charge would be filed against Ja, which certainly good news uh, for the organization and for Ja Morant. The Grizzlies announced that he'll be missing at least four more games mm-hmm. while he goes through this process uh, that Taylor Jenkins is referred to as healing. You know, Jaws talked about, you know, addressing the uh, uh, stress relief, you know, his well-being, those kinds of things. We know it will continue now through at least four more games. So the earliest, at least the earliest, and I don't think any of us are circling this, saying this for sure. I don't know. I'd be interested to get Saints thoughts. March 17th against the San Antonio Spurs. So what does it all mean? Uh, still not knowing exactly when he's going to be back. What does it mean for the Grizzlies' chances of holding on to that number two seed? As you know, the Sacramento Kings have come up. They're right. They've walked you down. They're they're tied with you for second right now. Uh, so we'll talk about that in segment one. Segment two, it has to be addressed. Grizzlies wrap up a disastrous road trip at one and three uh, with a loss to the Lakers on Tuesday night. They've got Golden State tomorrow night. Back at the house uh, where they have been great this season, 26 and five. But we know now that Steven Adams, who you'd hope would be close coming back from that PCL injury, you'd hope to have him on the back half of that road trip. Uh, he will not be playing against Gold State. So no job, no Steven Adams. We know Brandon Clark's out as well. Riz is going to be continue to be shorthanded. But can some home cooking, uh, uh, like saying, gave us that good news to start on the YouTube? Can some home cooking provide some good news for the Grizzlies here in the immediate? Only 19 games to go tied for second with Sacramento. And then finally, uh, who brought or in this case didn't bring or maybe it didn't bring the seasoning, our weekly look at who's hot, who's not for the Grizzlies. Uh, been a week since we've done it. So we'll have to look back at a couple of these losses. But that's the show. Uh, but saying let's start here because I'm eager to get your viewpoint. Let's we get it. News. No, no criminal charge for John Morant. That mm-hmm. is certainly good news for the Grizzlies. Uh, so, you know, we know the NBA rule has the rule about no guns on – uh, team planes or facilities. So for John not to be getting any gun charges is a good thing. That said, mm-hmm. you know, he'll be gone at least four more. We don't know yet. And this is where I'm, I'm eager to get your opinion. We don't know yet whether the NBA is going to weigh in additionally uh, uh, with what the Grizzlies have done. We'll see, mm-hmm. uh, I suppose. Uh, but saying what, what have you made sort of of where we are now that we know there won't be any charges pressed and how much longer this team might be without John Moran. Do you think it's as simple as he's back in four more games after four I, more games? I don't think he'll be back in four more games, but I'll, I'll give my total view of how I see everything. Mm-hmm. The criminal charges part, man, that's the deepest exhale. That's the deepest uh, worry of mine with the criminal charges uh, from the state of Utah. And hearing that there are none uh, is very exciting news, uh, very promising, very positive news for John Morant because at this point it's all – on the NBA and you don't want to see and, and if there's a legal issue that could kind of force the NBA's hand. And now that there's not any legal issue to it, um, the NBA has to make their own, you know, isolated uh, opinion on it. Um, I think that a lot of things that you, that were proven in this, in the, in the actual criminal case can also apply to the NBA case as well. The, the things of there wasn't enough for us to make a decision there. We saw him pull a gun out, but you know, you know, there was no gun when we, came, you know, John Morant was gone. Like there was, there was no, uh, no one complained about any type of uh, uh, violence or any type of uh, threat or anything like that. It was something that happened quick, fast, and it was done. 
Um, so they let it slide. There was really nothing to uh, prosecute them on. And I think the same thing will be uh, echoed with the NBA um, as far as – because the issue with the NBA is him having the gun on uh, NBA, in an NBA facility, whether it be a plane, you know, a bus ride, vehicle, in the facility, I mean, in the uh, arena, anything like that. And there's it's going to be extremely hard to prove that that happened. Um, you know, if, if I'm not saying this happened, but if Ja took a took a gun from Memphis to Denver, it would be extremely hard to prove that that happened. And I, I honestly, seeing that he had other people with him that were in Denver, that of course didn't get on the team plane. Those guys got to Denver some type of way. Exactly. I, I would lean more towards that that weapon probably came from somebody that was in Jaws entourage. If he if he got if he knew he had people that were going to be in Denver outside of the team playing, that weapon probably got to Denver through those individuals. So and I, and I think that that's ultimately uh, just simply because the NBA will have a, a lack of proof to prove anything. I think it's going to lean the same way. But as far as the amount of games. Um, the 50 game thing, I think that's absolutely not happening. I think there's a lot of misinformation, a lot of uh just terrible assumptions. Back when Gilbert Arenas was lost, was uh kicked out for 50 games, there were 50 games left on the schedule by the time that his that the ruling came down from David Stern. David Stern, who was the commissioner at that time, and he was there was no debate about it. What happened, the incident happened in an NBA facility in the arena. So it was no debate about whether he brought the gun to the because he had it in his hand, literally in his hand in the arena. Totally different situation. There's really nothing to prove that John Morant did anything to violate violate the NBA's rules. David Stern had a much uh, stronger grip, stronger hand when it came down to things like that. He of course gave out the, the punishment for the guys that were involved in the malice in the palace. Ron Artest had a whole season um, of disciplinary action. Um, but what I do think what happened as far as Jai is this. I think the fact that the Grizzlies have been really quick to react and did kind of a um, – here's another thing, Jason Smith. I'm willing to say that the that the NBA never suspends John Morant at all or the Memphis Grizzlies never suspend John Morant, quote-unquote. I think that you'll what you'll see is these internal dealings and, and, and like, well, we'll, we'll, well John's getting this done. He's getting this treatment. He's getting this therapy. He's getting these counseling, whatever they're doing. And I think that's what the, the Grizzlies are going to show the NBA. This is what we're doing to help John Morant. But those, which of course includes games being missed. But I don't think there ever will be an official suspension. I think we'll see John Morant come back and he might miss. I'm guessing 10. I think he did two. He did, was doing this set of four. And I think he's probably going to do another set of four. And it'll end the 10 games with um, 10 games left in the season. I think he'll play the final 10. But he'll, he'll miss this 10 and he'll play. My math is right, right? Yeah. Because you're 18 left, he's going to miss four plus four more. That's eight, and he'll be back with 10 games to play. That's my prediction. So, is, gonna, is he effectively punished then at all? No. But here's here's the thing. That's why I'm glad you said it. If if the NBA can't can't say that he didn't bring this gun to the facility, there's not really much they could punish him for other than just jumping off something that's not even included in the CBA, which is you you did something highly irresponsible on your social media. You did something that damages the image of the league. I don't think there are any rules for that. That's something we see with the NFL all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any rules for that in the NBA. But I think it's going to happen is I think the NBA is going to be like, all right, bro, no, you ain't just getting away with this. Memphis Grizzlies, hey, you're not getting away with this total. 
he needs to feel this some type of way. You got you got you got to give us something. I think it's one of those kind of conversations. I think that it's nah, man. You, you you're not just gonna clown us like this, you know what I mean? Because with all the stuff that Jaws got into this year, flexing a gun on Instagram Live might have been the all right. That's it, it, what well, the NBA is. All right, bro. Some something's going to happen. So, uh, like I said, I would not be surprised if there's never an official suspension from the league or the Grizzlies. I think you're just going to see another series of uh, of maybe four games. Um, hope I'm wrong. Hope we see Ja back in four games. But it just feels like they're gonna they're gonna make make him feel this uh, a little bit more it, without him actually being quote unquote suspended. Well, let's roll with your your scenario where the Grizzlies then, if Ja Moran is missing ten or so games, where are the Grizzlies. Uh, where are the Grizzlies in the standings? It's sketchy, man. Uh, especially with you know Stephen Adams still not back. The Grizzlies just basically saying, "Look, man, we ain't, no, he'll be back when he, he, he. We'll see you when you see you. You'll see him when you see him when it comes out of yeah, Stephen Adams." Right. I'm, I'm disappointed. It's not coming up against Golden yeah, State. No, not releasing yeah. any information. He's out. He's doing five on five. He's out. You know. Yeah. Not warming up before. I mean, he. They. It's got to be close. And and I'll say this though, Smith, like. As far as all that goes, um, like the standings, you see that there, I think Sacramento has a chance to uh, pass us now uh, uh, with us losing last night. Um, as far as the West, man, it's it's so random and jumbled. I don't even know the position even matters if, as long as you're talking about being the top three, top four seat. I mean, because it, it could be – you literally don't know who it could be, you know, as far as who you match up with in the first round. But um, I can see it kind of slipping away. We're not, we're not as good without John Morant, and he was our half court offense pretty much. <laughs> like you know, get out of the way and let John cook. And with the guys we have no, now, no other, no other playmakers on the team uh, as far as guys you could just give the ball and give give the ball to him and let him go go hoop. So I think it's gonna be a rough stretch of games until John gets back because um, you know things weren't just beautiful you know before John. You know, went out, but you hopefully you're getting Steven Adams back, who we know covers a multitude of sins. But it's gonna be tough, man, for sure. Two weeks. Yeah, the problem is the problem is there's only two and a half games between you and fourth place Phoenix. Yeah, you know, you, you know, Phoenix, about, you know they're coming. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you feel good about staying ahead of Golden State. That's five games behind you in fifth, but Phoenix is right there with the way they're playing. Um, and then you got Sacramento that's playing well. I, both of those teams have tougher schedules than you, but they're also mm-hmm. healthier. They're playing better basketball right now, and I, I, I you know, I, I guess I'm with you that so long as you're four and you're getting home court in the first round, because again, this team's been terrible on the road all year long. Mm-hmm. Twenty six and five at home, so holding on to home court advantage in some form or fashion uh, still yeah. seems like it should be the goal uh, with right. the league that you had built. But you know, if if he's missing that much time, saying if we're if we're working on a scenario of ten games, I, I could see where. Even you know maybe you even fall now. I know I think I think four is the floor now that I look at it. And Golden State's still a good solid. Yeah, I don't, I don't take Golden State serious at all. I mean they're gonna they're gonna maybe turn up. Passes you in Sacramento passes, yeah. but not Golden State. Yeah, but eighteen with eighteen games to go, you know it'd be really hard. You know what I mean? And and you you didn't look you haven't looked terrible at all. You know in, in games that Josh's been gone or whatever. So um, you know of course Golden State could pick up a game on you tomorrow if they beat us but uh they're yeah, so really- on the road though i actually got hope for the grizzlies more so just because yeah. <laughs> seven and 25 just lost to yeah. uh who was it okc yeah. this last one on and you road? know the crowd is going to bring you know some real energy 
against Golden State. You know, the whoop that trick is going to be on deck and all that. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we win tomorrow, man, for sure. I wouldn't be surprised because, again, we've seen all year long the role players, man, when they're home, the mm -hmm. Canards, all of them, man, Tyus yeah. Jones, uh, those guys all play better at home. Mm -hmm. Although Tyus is much more than a role now, uh, having to step up in Josh. Spot. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're, of course, listening to the Grind Season podcast. You get us twice per week. On the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your uh, podcasts, we're certainly uh, all keeping an eye on uh, what goes on with John Moran. I mean, that remains the key story, but you do have to talk about what's going on on the floor. And on it was a disappointing loss to the Lakers uh, following uh, another disappointing loss to the Clippers uh, in crypto. And so it, it, and you could say the same thing for the Denver loss in the sense that, you know, you lose three straight on the road there. And in all of them, you were terrible in the fourth quarter, just like you have been. You, you've been, you know, even with Ja, with Steven Adams, you have not been a good fourth quarter team. Those things have continued, obviously, without those guys. 112-103, Anthony Davis was a, was a beast, 30 and 22. He has really uh, taken over the leadership of that L.A. team. Seems damn near yeah. seems determined uh, to hold that thing down for LeBron until LeBron gets back. They've moved up to ninth in the standings now, so they're, mm -hmm. uh, at least for now, in the play-in. Uh, so you can say, certainly look at the Lakers and things continue to look up for them, but back to the to the Grizzlies. the you know Dylan Brooks had an opportunity with John Morant out, um, you know, an opportunity to get more shots, did not perform uh, to the degree that you needed to in that game, 13 points. Uh, Desmond Bain, too, his worst scoring performance of the season, seven points. So you add all that up. Uh, it didn't matter. The ties played pretty well. 16, Jaron at 26. You were going to come up short, and you did in the fourth quarter. Like we said, your hope that now they're off the road where it's just been disastrous all season long, um, maybe the Grizzlies can find some rhythm at home uh, tomorrow against Golden State, another nationally televised game. But mm -hmm. saying in terms of anything you want to draw out, of the <laughs> uh, whether it's the Lakers' loss of these last few or – uh, or you like me, and it's you prefer to look ahead to what you know could possibly happen to Morgan's Gold State trying to get out. There. Uh, I got some positivity from last night. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. had um, incredible game, yeah. I think he had 20 with 26 points. Um, yeah, nice game for Jaron last night playing against a guy who you know wanted you know some revenge. Um, Anthony Davis, of course, wanted to come at Jaron after you know getting outplayed by Jaron in the last game. Uh, Jaron had five fouls, of course, uh, trying to guard AD, but, you know, he didn't foul out or whatever. So um, I'll take that. That Jaron was looking like the best player on the team, which is, which is what he has to be. Um, I'm a little more disappointed in Desmond Bain than other people maybe. Seven points, over five from three. Bain's just got to give you more than that uh, for us to stay afloat. But um, looking forward to this Warriors game to see how uh, Jaron responds to the boogeyman. Uh, <laughs> Draymond Green uh, to see how that goes down. Uh, Clay Thompson versus uh, Dylan, of course, will be good. Dylan versus Steph Curry and Dylan versus Dylan, of course, will be, you know, some of the key matchups of the night. You, yeah. uh, 
how much when it comes to like figuring things out right now, especially without Steven Adams, dude, the Brandon Clark being gone, right? Where you could go small and he would help you out with those offensive rebounds, dude, just makes it doubly tough. And now you're gonna have to figure out, you know, when Steven gets back, you know, you can't you can't go to that Brandon lineup anymore and take no, him off the floor. Not there. In the playoffs last season. Like that's gone now. And so I mean, it just it, so much pressure on Steven once he gets back to to be the guy because you mm-hmm. know what's out, man. Brandon's so valuable uh, because again, when Steven's not effective, you can go small and put him in there, and he's rebounding, getting you second chance points without him, man. It's right. tough. It's tough. I don't know. Yeah. It, I get has it changed? It's has it has this just completely changed in terms of your expectations? If they lost a first round series now, it's completely different in terms of the feeling. Or would that depend on yeah. who? It feels like this season got nuked, man. Um, when the Real with the Dominant stuff, you know what I mean? And just uh the Brandon Clark injury. Um, I don't I don't I don't look at Brandon being that important as other people may be doing, but it just feels like this season just got totally derailed, man. Um, it just got kind of it's funny because this front office, and and, and I'll say this, there have been there have been people who've been criticizing this front office about this and that and why don't you get why don't you have veterans on this team all those type of things but the only thing i'm going to say is this about the front office they have this this arrogance about themselves and i guess i'm not mad at them having that but it's more so of uh it's kind of a fake facade that they've been putting on like certain guys were not touching because of their character or whatever and it's like that's cool, but you've also allowed an environment where this stuff is went on with job, you know what I mean? Which kind of kind of contradicts, you know, what they what they say they stand for. Um and I just I just think that um uh, this this team is missing a lot, missing a lot of uh of important elements to make a team a great team. And when you've got um just being honest, man, you've got nothing from your rookie class. And we've we've bragged so much about what these guys do, their their um, evaluation skills, their scouting, all those type of things. And you've got your entire rookie class is guys who really aren't ready for anything. Uh, you got David Roddy, who's been fine; he's been okay, but you're not even using him well. Like in, in this, who would be mad to see some small ball David Roddy at power forward when he played four or five in college? You know what I mean? Like you. you you're, you're without Brandon Clark. Why not see what Ryder can give you playing at the four? You're not playing him at all. You got Kenneth Lofton, who everyone knows can, he can't do nothing else. He can score. He can, you know, he can do some rebounding. You're not playing him at all. It's just, it's just almost like this weird arrogance is kind of shooting them in the foot. Uh, and I just hope that they, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm done with the season because at the end of the day, man, like all, like in all seriousness, you get job back, you get Steven Adams back. These guys start knocking down shots. The West is average as hell. Like nobody's really looking great in the West. The Suns, yeah, I give you that. Outside of that, Denver's a really good team as well. Yeah. Would you really be surprised if the Grizzlies like turned it up in the playoffs and you look at you look up there in the conference finals? Like, who would be who would you with all the turmoil, with all the nonsense, all the distractions, the you know, finding the West, the you know, about to get the fighting in L.A., Josh stuff, Stephen Adams gone forever, Brandon Cl- Would you really be surprised when you look at the teams that everyone's trying to put above the Grizzlies who we've looked great against all of them? 
would you really be surprised if, if this Grizzly team with all of their misfunction, all of their dysfunction, ends up still, you know, conference finals? I wouldn't. No, not I, if I, the top three guys are operating at a high level. But yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but if you get those, every, everyone cooking, I can see it. I kind of want to say just screw the season. Let's get this over with. Let's go to the offseason. But there's still – I still got hope that um, – I don't say I got hope, but I would not be shocked if these guys turned it up and just surprised the hell out of everybody. Well, let me – is Dylan Brooks going to help this team down the stretch or is Dylan Brooks just doing Dylan Brooks right now? I'm going to get to that when we do our uh, season. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Yeah. I, fi- I figured we might be in on the same guy, but, uh, you are listening to grind season episode 35 as a matter of fact uh, you can get grind season twice per week on the free odyssey app on spotify wherever or wherever else you get your podcast uh, we've reached the point in the show where we do our weekly segment on who brought the seasoning you heard saying just mention it uh, in some cases and maybe uh, this is the best case it's who didn't bring the season we know the grizzlies finished up that road trip one and three and we touched on it a lot of bad performances to put at couple good ones same mentioned jaron jackson 26 he was unstoppable in the second quarter yeah. last game. only took one only got one shot in the third that that's the other part about the about the, yeah, the that i just do not understand particularly with stephen adams out when and and i mentioned this on our show today you know van gundy kept yelling during that game why aren't the Lakers throwing it into Anthony Davis every time? I would do it until they can stop. Right. I felt the same thing about Jaron Jackson in the second quarter. Like, just go to it until they stop it. Yep. I wish I cannot wait till this franchise is at a mature enough point to where it's doing the simple stuff like that. Especially when you've, uh, man, when you got a, uh, you know, the fast developing beast like Jaron Jackson on yeah. offense right now. Uh, all that said, that was one of the good ones. It was mostly bad. Saying I'll hand it over to you, you'll get first dibs on uh who brought or didn't bring the season. Jason Smith, I'm trying to get ready for when we're on YouTube, man. When it got me a prop, Jason Smith. Oh, uh, coming up in this in the South and in Memphis and in the South Memphis, there was a seasoning, Jason Smith. Lowry. Lowry's season all. Yes, sir. That I was always taught that you just had to put on everything, whether it be chicken or steaks or pork chops or just you Perfect. just had to have. I felt I was told I just had to have this you in my in my pantry, bro. Like you, you were know, raised, you, had, you were raised right, son. Yeah, and when, and, when, and when I moved out of the house at the tender age of nineteen or whatever age it was, I came back because I dropped out of school and I came back home. My parents said, "If you live here, you got to pay rent. Your best bet, you might as well just go get your own place." So I moved out when I was about nineteen years old. And I the first season I bought before I bought salt before I bought pepper, Jason Smith was the Lowry's season salt. You hear me? And I thought this is just something you just had to have, man. I thought I just had to have it. Older I got Jason Smith, I started realizing I ain't gotta have this shit. I can go buy other stuff that like you know for this or whatever. And I, and when I got to the apartment I'm in now, I bought some Lowry's season salt. I've yet to use this. I cracked the seal on it. I've yet to use this one time. I think I may have used it one time. I found other seasons that I like that serve a much better purpose than what I thought what I thought season salt was doing for me. Mm. And today, Jason Smith, I'm going to compare that to Dylan Brooks. Because we've been told that Dylan Brooks is this incredible defender and you got to have him to make this work and all that. I'm starting to question today, Jason Smith. If the liability that Dylan Brooks is, the fact that he's always open for a reason, that he's open for a reason, I'm going to question 
is he that bottle of seasoning salt that's been sitting in the back of my cabinet forever that I never used, that I've really overvalued my entire life? I'm, I'm wondering today, Dylan, uh, Jason Smith, do we even yeah. want to spend a dime on Dylan Brooks? Is, is, is the value of his defense really enough to deal with the bullshit on the court? You know what I mean? The uh, technical fouls, the you know, the the turning guys up, putting the battering guys back. How many games have we played where a guy was just having a regular pedestrian game? You see him and Dylan Brooks start barking, and the dude drops a quick twenty. <laughs> I mean, it's LeBron James, uh, yeah. whoever. We've seen this forever, man. And I'm starting to wonder, like, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I need y'all to come back because I'm, I've got two. I got two trips planned, Jason Smith. I got. I got a trip to Atlanta playing. I got a trip to Chicago playing to go see these guys on the road. I don't want to go see Dylan Brooks being the alpha of this team and taking more shots than anybody. And the man took a shot yesterday and damn near fell to his knees hoping it'll go in. <laughs> I can't deal with it, man. What are we doing, man? I can't I can't deal with like uh, alpha Dylan Brooks. So I mean I, I, I asked you, is he? This bottle of Lowry season salt has been in the back of my cabinet that I thought I needed because of what I was told. But I'm wondering today, Jason Smith. I'm not I'm not gonna try to top that because Dylan was my guy too. And I love the analogy used there with the with the seasoning, because um I'm done. I'm done with it. And and you made the key point is that your defense is not elite enough right now to to offset, to valid, you know, to warrant how bad you've been offensively. And then when given the increased opportunity again last night, we see that he still can't come through for you. So whether it's, you know, fourth in the pecking order, eight to 10 shots need to be efficient, have failed on that, especially here the last couple of months, or, okay, now's your opportunity. He still can't step through. And then, like you said, I like the way you're putting a battery pack in Jamal Murray's back. Like it got him off. You got him going. Uh, he was not beforehand, so we see it all the time. Like he gets, he starts talking crap to these dudes, and they wake up and you know they go on a, a ten old personal run. On you. I can That's sort of understand the individual frustration uh, that it feels like there is with Dylan. Uh, you've you're having your worst uh, shooting season. You've been booed. You've been booed at home. You've been asked to take less of the offensive pie, but be more efficient. Uh, and you know there were reports that the, the Grizzlies went after. Uh, Mikael Bridges and OG Ananobi. So I can understand why he would be individually bitter. But all that said, you still have to come to the table and and not get your 16th tech. So you're right. out against the Clippers. Like the Grizzlies still have to be first and foremost when it comes to, uh, you know, trying to show that you should be a part of this going forward. As far as I'm concerned, the Lowry's can stay in the back. We're moving on to new season. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to move on. Been some good times. You've had some great ones. Yeah, but there's a season for everything, and I think Smith, I, I know a dude. I trade. I, I would trade everybody but my salt and pepper for, and my wing guru house seasoning, which is also one of my go tos. I, I know a dude that every every other season in the cabinet. We'll save that one because we going to say it's going to be somebody good before we give them the uh, before we call them the wing guru season. But you are you right? About the wing guru. It's it's replaced some of ours. It's replaced some of ours. Uh, speaking of wing guru. <laughs> Our wings are trash. <laughs> we, need to, we need to sprinkle some wing guru uh house season on our wings for sure. I feel uh I feel a, a contract. Sprinkle some on his back. 
a Conchar and Roddy game coming up uh, uh, against okay. Golden State, man. Role hey, player is going to step I'll up. That. I'll take that. Anything at this point could just use. I, you know what? I'm going to call a uh, Luke Kennard five, five, six, three pointer type game. That's what I'm saying. Back yeah. home, you go, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the open shot's going to be there. Hopefully, he's uh, he's there to knock them down because uh, the Grizzlies need to get out of this funk as soon as possible. Again, we mentioned 26 and five at home. So, hopefully, that home cooking. Let's get it. Uh, Lowry's in the in the, in the pantry. We don't don't even don't even over don't even put the Lowry's in it. Don't even just long as he don't. Mama, I'm lying to you. You don't need this. We can get that win. Uh, then get you you get Dallas at home before you head back out on the uh, on the road. So that's this edition of Grind Season episode 35. Appreciate you guys for joining us. Remember to get us on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast, including Spotify for Anthony Sane for our producer Drew Barrett. I'm Jason Smith. Remember to stay on your grind.